Hello, this is Chad Walls, and you are listening to the Building Walls Podcast. $2,000 stimulus check. A minimum wage of $15. This is not kids being kept in cages. Money that will go out the door immediately. No deportations in the first 100 days. Put an end to the block in Washington. Deliver a bold, progressive vision. $2,000. Man, that never gets old. Welcome to the Building Walls podcast. Oh, my man, it is good to be back. Wow, oh, and you are right. Never gets old. Never gets old, ever. So there's that, right? I mean, that just makes me think of something else that is so great uh, that we'll get to. So before we start the weekly rant, after we just heard that, right, we know the Biden administration uh, doesn't do anything that they said they were going to do. And then you have Piers Morgan, who had once had a heated debate with Ben Shapiro, goes back on the Ben Shapiro show. And here's a statement from Piers Morgan talking about having politicians who do what they say they'll do. And I think Trump, to his credit, has basically delivered on most of the things he said he would deliver on. And he certainly tried to. You couldn't argue that he's been elected and done a completely different thing. Um, so I think that... that... So, it, Piers Morgan's far left compared to people like me and you. And but there's been some things that happened with him recently that I can't believe Piers Morgan said that he actually gave Trump props for being a good political leader. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, so the man. weekly rant, Chris. I will. Right. I want to take up any more of your time. This guy, we can let him talk all day. <laughs> Four is yours. Or three minutes before I take the mic away. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> dude, I'm gonna tell you what. I've about had it that. The government that we currently have is so predictable that the minute that there's a mass shooting or there's an issue with something uh, in, in, in an area in our country where a guy goes in and if he's, you know, if it's not white or he doesn't shoot up white people uh, and it's racially motivated or anything else or it's tragic. If, actually, every shooting is tragic, but inevitably, inevitably. The Democrats come out with their gun control conversation once again and start talking about how thoughts and prayers don't matter. We need action. We need to take away our guns. We need to do this. Well, you know what, dude? That's fine. We can have a conversation about that. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Chad. I will certainly not listen to somebody whose own son lied on an application to get a gun and then threw it away. I will not be lectured to by that guy who can't even raise his damn kids right. So with all due respect, bite me, Biden. Beat it. You're not in this conversation and you don't have a role. And by the way, it says in the Second Amendment that it's, you know, shall not be infringed. Let me repeat that. Shall not be infringed. That means you don't get to change it under any circumstances at any time, no matter who you are. So beat it. This is how we do things around here. I've had enough. Rant over. Amazing. You're just an incredible man, Chris. Dude, I'm worked up about that. I can't even believe that. somebody's. I, that's the problem. I'm done being lectured to by people who are idiots. You don't get to tell the smart people of this world what to do. I don't care. 
That's not how it works. I'm sorry you got your participation trophy when you were a kid, but your parents lied to you. Speaking of idiots, it's funny that so what we started doing recently, uh, you know, me and you both control the building walls, Facebook page or have administrative rights to it and post stuff, whatever. So I started to comment on people's or on Joe Biden posts and different stuff from building walls. And it's almost crazy that these people, if you have a conversation with them face to face, sometimes, I mean, it's tough because they never present you with any facts or any log- logical you know, statements. So it's kind of tough to have a conversation. But I started to post as building walls. It's amazing that it's almost as if people are more inclined to respond to building walls because it's it's not a human, right? It's just this this entity, almost as if there's no harm to say some something stupid because nothing's going to come back, right? Right. Uh, so this, I think, where it ha- happened. You speak about the gun control. There was something about banning hundred round mag magazines. I just made a statement. I said, "How many people do you know that own hundred round magazines?" I don't know anyone who has a hundred round magazine. How many guns are available with hundred round magazines? I'm not a gun enthusiast, but I know the number is not that high. So if they're framing the conversation that it's about taking away guns for people so that they don't own hundred round magazines, I don't think there's been a mass shooting. And the concern was the fact that this person had a hundred round magazine, right? It was not the issue. So why is that the kind? Why do people believe that that's the conversation? It's stupid. They, they they are, you know, grasping. It's all about power and control. And you know what? That is the one thing that you know these these uh, people who want to be in charge and and tell everyone what to do. We don't have a country like that. That's not how this country works. It's not going to work that way. You're not going to take people's guns from them. And you know what? You need to get to the real matter, which is a mental health issue. It's not a gun issue. You know, it's just, it's, why is that so hard to understand? For real. I want that to be the litmus test. If you don't understand that it has nothing to do with the tool and it has everything to do with how that person thinks the tool should be used, that is is the differentiating factor and maybe in you this are a argument. tool. And if you can't tell me that if you don't understand that then we're not you're not included in the conversation cuz you can't solve the problem. If you don't know what the real problem is, you can't solve it. Now go sit down and sit in a corner and shut the shut up. I was going to swear, but I'm I am so proud of you. I'm really working on I'm it. I'm so proud. I think this is a moment where I just want to stop during the podcast podcast here and say thank you chris yeah i appreciate you growing change changing i mean you should get a participation trophy that's it (laughs) you're lucky you're in connecticut right now i'd slap you through the screen oh man that's why i love you call me chris everett one more time i dare you (laughs) oh that's such a a great that's a throwback uh it's legendary oh man look that up if you're listening to this look that up jim rome chris everett oh my gosh yeah i just like how jim rome looks at him he goes oh okay chris 
He's like, I don't know if we need to take a station break or whatever, but if you call me that one more time to my name, if you call me Chris one more time to my face, yeah, then uh, we're gonna have a real problem. I don't think you're gonna do it. He goes, I think I will. <laughs> Chris, Chris, he flips the table on him. Oh man, knocks, knocks him to the ground. See, why don't we talk talk about that? Why doesn't like ESPN have shows about? 60 for 60, the 60 greatest moments in sports commentator interviewing history. I know, right? Well, I mean, that's, but that's what, here's what's interesting too. And is so they that, want to politicize it. The advent of social media has avoided the ability to get face to face with people and flip the table over on them when they're being idiots. And the fact of the matter is Jim Rome was being an idiot. 100%. And he was warned. He was told what was going to happen, and then he did it anyway, and then boom, it happened. That's the real world, kids. That's how it works. And I'm pretty sure that that was probably staged. I don't know, dude. I don't think it was. Yeah, but I mean, he knew it was going to happen when he got on the show, right? I think it was definitely – It's it's, I staged that like it was like a hockey fight. You knew two dudes going into the game were going to get mad. They're chirping at each other. They're going to eventually come face to face. And when they do, it's going to be uh, five minutes for fighting. So that's what I think happened there. It's like, yeah, I think Jim Everett knew. I hate this guy. I'm really annoyed. Jim Rome's like, I'm going to, I'm going to push his buttons. I'm going to get him going. And yeah, then it all so great unfolded. So, and I mean, Talking about sports and politicizing the way ESPN does stuff. I don't know if you saw it, Chris, but there was an issue with uh, the third baseman, Urshel, I think is his last name for the Yankees, uh, was withheld from the game the other day. I believe it was yesterday because he had side effects to the COVID vaccine. Mm. So this is the, I'm going to read this because I think it's, if you haven't, it's a short article. And this is what it reads. New York Yankees third baseman Gio Urshela was placed on the COVID injured list due to side effects from a vaccination, the team announced Friday, from a vaccination. A vaccination. <laughs> Urshela was originally listed in the starting lineup, hitting eighth, but the Yankees made the change shortly before the opener of a three-game series against the Rays. Infielder Mike Ford was re from the alternate site and activated for the series. Any player placed on the COVID injured list does not count against the 40-man roster. The COVID injured list also does not require a minimum stay. Uniform personnel and members of the Yankees party were vaccinated on Wednesday at Yankee Stadium, both before and after their 4-3 loss. To the Baltimore Orioles manager, Aaron Boone, said that's a number of people in our travel party, including players, received the vaccine against COVID. The Yankees released a statement indicating that medical personnel from Montia 4, whatever this is, I don't know, I guess that's the facility, yeah, medical center and administered all vaccinations. The New York Yankees would like to offer their sincere thanks to Dr. Philip Uzua, president of Montia 4 Medical Center and the hardworking and dedicated group of medical staff from the Bronx-based hospital who have been on site at Yankee Stadium this evening to administer COVID vaccinations to Yankees players, coaches, field staff, sports staff. This process has been seamless and efficient, and we are grateful that by receiving the vaccine, we can contribute to stopping the spread of covid the team said in statement, I'm done there because that's quite a bit. There's more to it. The reason I said that, because if you listen to what I said, it's interesting. The first statement was that they had side effects, side effects to a vaccination. It was the COVID vaccination, just so we're all aware. 
and I'm not a vaccination conspiracy theorist or anything like that. But then how much more did I read? And it had nothing to do about the COVID vaccination causing side effects. Right. Like, does that make sense? Am I, I just want to make sure that, it, that that's clear. Instead, they went to turn it and say how great this vaccination is and how the whole team's getting vaccinated and how the MLB, as it continues to say, is that once teams are 85% fully vaccinated, they get to loosen the, the restrictions. Now, let me ask you this, Chris. What do you think that article would have sounded like if Trump was still the president and was pushing the vaccinations? Russia disinformation. It would have been there's side effects from this vac- vaccination all the time. Here's five other cases that we found recently where they've caused great side effects to happen. And this is what the Democrats are trying to do to prevent this. It would have been something stupid like that. It's the it's the China virus, right. the China vaccine, that if you take the China vaccine, it doesn't have as much testing involved with it, but it seemed to work out yeah. pretty good. And if you want the 10, 15 minute, you can come get it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> How dumb is this, right? You know for a fact it would have been totally against Trump, how Trump's pushing this Chinese vaccination, how Trump's pushing all this crazy stuff that's causing side effects, how Gio Ursula almost died because he had side effects. It would have been so crazy. When are we going to get to the to the question of uh, whether or not we believe that this was an act of war by China to the United States? Oh, yeah, we're long gone now, right? That's long gone chemical warfare, biological warfare, that they unleashed the virus into the world with one purpose and one purpose only, which is to get rid of Trump because Trump was single-handedly beating the living daylights out of them. And they knew that Biden, once Biden was kind of the front runner there, uh, they knew Biden was uh, their best chance to regain their momentum and regain control and positioning in the world. Right, because, go ahead. I was just going to say, because, I mean, everybody knows that Biden is in the back pocket of China. You're an idiot if you don't think that, like, for real. China. If you're not aware, you you, uh, consider yourself informed that uh, the president of the United States is compromised by his ties to China. Yeah, and and you're an idiot for all my homies out there who loved Ruth Bader Ginsburg, rest in peace, who was so against packing the court. Where are you now coming out and talking about how stupid the Biden administration is and how they're going against RBG's best wishes of packing the court and how how dare you pack the court against her best wishes? How dare you? You've stolen my future. How dare you? Why? Where's everyone coming out of the woodworks for this. They're not. How about the fact that Biden's border official has already quit her post because this border crisis is becoming so overwhelming. She's like, nope, screw it. I'm out. I'm done dealing with this stuff because we're not doing anything about it. No, already I, quit. It, you know what? The, the biggest problem we have too is that... Um, it's not that there is a humanitarian crisis uh, on the border. 
you know, that they're detaining people and holding them uh, long past the, when they should and all the other things and the, the lack of preparation, the lack of uh, just, you know, food and shelter to house these people uh, is apparent that uh, even above that, it's the indecision. That's not leadership. We don't have leadership in the country. We don't have it. You can be a bad leader, a good leader. You're still a leader. We don't even have that. We have an administration that hides in the basement, proverbially, proverbially speaking, when things get tough. And th that is, this is a recipe. And I hope everybody who voted for uh, Joe Biden and against Donald Trump in the last uh, election is getting full on a good hard look at how bad it can actually get. Because if you're going to tell me that you thought it was bad the last four years and that what we're in now is better, that you and I don't live in the same America. You and I don't live in the same uh, reality. You, you are not here with the rest of us. But people believe that. And that they don't believe it, rather. They don't believe that it's worse off. They think it's exactly. better. Right. We get comments to the Building Walls Facebook page saying, why am I, how can I block your comments? We don't even bash anyone. We just ask questions that no one has answers to. <laughs> it, because, I mean, and, and we're not even professional reporters. No, we're not. We're two, two dudes that just do this on the weekend, you know, for our own amusement. They just question things. They just and, want to know the truth. You know. When, when the pro, who's the number one pro, which is Jen Psaki, the White House press coordinator, uh, she can't even answer the questions because either A, she's in on the cover-up, or B, there aren't any answers. And that's the thing. I don't think Jen Psaki's a bad person. I think she's yeah. legitimate, doesn't have access, and, and doesn't. there are no answers. They're not providing her with anything. Yeah, because what do you say when you stop building the wall and there's an influx of people and you're not doing anything about it? What's your answer to that? What is the answer to that? <laughs> the answer is they're starting to build the wall again. <laughs> I know. I saw that. That's, you know, and it's just, it's almost like they wanted so badly to get rid of Donald Trump and his methodology and his idea of how government should be. They wanted to get rid of him so badly and never give him credit for anything that they would even spite their own selves, you know, and it ultimately hurt everyone in the country out, out of their spite. Yeah, I mean, you like, haven't, we're not going to Morgan the came out and said that he was. Yeah, and Piers Morgan is a he's liberal. Doing. He's a huge liberal. He's against this cancel culture and this woke mob. He's he's right. He is right. He, he I, I saw an interview with him and he said flat out, he's like, look, you're not going to cancel me. I'm, you know, done too bad. I have too big of a following. You can't cancel me. But this isn't what it's about. It's about the, you know, the, the poor little girl that worked at Teen Vogue who was just doing her best that's being run out of town for tweets she made when she was like a little kid so so 
just to be clear, the woke mob expects you at age 13 and 14 to have perfection in your life and have a full understanding of how the world works and everything. And if you make a mistake, you're not allowed to change. You're not ever allowed to mature past the 13-year-old stage, which ironically now makes sense because that's how they all think, like 13-year-old little girls. How dare you? Exactly. That's your. That's their hero. It is. It's absolutely insane. I mean, so this is a great quote I saw the other day. It said, so if we lie to the government, it's a felony. If they lie to us, it's politics. Like, that's how this is. That is literally how immature people act, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it fits so great with what you just said. Like, it's so great. It's wild. I don't know where they come up with this stuff. I mean, it, it's, it's just like, how is all of a sudden, for the Derek Chauvin and George Floyd trial, how are these just wild things coming out of the woodworks, right? How is the fact that two things I have a huge issue with. The chief of police comes out and all of a sudden says that he's against Derek Chauvin, the chief of police who is black. And the chief of police who, by the way, is a political figurehead. Right. The chief of police is a political figurehead. We're voted in by those people. In today's day and age, how can we believe what he said when it took him how many months to say it? Well, and then you have this forensic scientist that comes up for the prosecution saying that it's so great with all of the technology that we're able to look at these videos and know that what Derek Chauvin did is what caused George Floyd to die. He died because of lack of oxygen based on the video evidence what even though the autopsy came out and said that he had all these drugs in his system yeah we don't want to no, that, those and are that, facts Stop how do we it. not how, how do we not object to a forensic scientist that is going based off video evidence and not of any physical evidence that she saw or felt or checked out herself that is wild. This is the stupidest crap I've ever heard. And we know for a fact that people believe this stuff because we get the comments from people who say, how do I block your stuff? Because I asked a question about who do you know that has a hundred round magazine as to mm. why we're making gun control laws. And you want to know how you can stop from seeing my stupid comments? We want to stop seeing their stupid comments. Yeah. Our response was, wow, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Make it end. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. You can't respond to these people with anything logical because it's not about logic or else that guy wouldn't have sent us that message. Right? Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. I don't get it, Chris. I mean, I don't get the fact that the Black Lives Matter co-founder buys a $1.4 million mansion in a predominantly white neighborhood so she can seclude herself from the rest of society. Yeah, she's with her people. Yeah, is she? <laughs> is she? Is this a social movement? 
Or what is this all about doing? you? It's about you getting your money. That's, you know what? See, that's the thing. People think everything's racial. It's not. It's money driven. It's power. Every last thing, all of it can stem. Every topic we've ever talked about can be funneled back into unlimited power. Unlimited power. Star Wars canon. So, I mean, Palpatine is the ultimate Democrat. The ultimate politician. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Senator. Chancellor. Palpatine, rather. The senator from Naboo. Mm -hmm. Uh That's what it's all about. I mean, dude, how many times do we see athletes come out and talk about this stuff? When's the last time that you saw a professional athlete go back and put money and build build homes in the hood where they're from? Work done. I'm waiting. Let me know when you have a, a good answer. Yeah, work done from Tampa Bay. That dude is a stud. And that's the sad problem is there's there's a million, well, not a million, but how many how many rich athletes, you know, are there? And then how come only only work done is one that I know of that has truly made a difference. Work done's amazing. He builds houses, renovates houses for single moms uh, to be able to raise their family and have safety and have amenities uh, and give those kids a fighting chance that you should look up work done in his, uh, his efforts because it truly is remarkable. He did use his money for giving back to his community and uh, he needs to be the example. That's how you do it. Because if it's about race and truly giving back, why is that not the norm? That's, that's, that's the, you know, billion dollar question, Chad. Why is that not the norm? Why is it not that like the minute, you know, these guys sign their huge athlete deals that it doesn't uh, accompany with. Yeah. And the city that they're living in has become the major beneficiary of that. Right. Why is that never wrote into a contract? I I don't know. How come every time that somebody who's not white gets shot, it's all over the news. And it's assumed that the shooter's white. Yeah, I don't know, man. But it's but it's not about race. Cuz oftentimes the shooter I, I, I don't want to say often, I would say probably it's a 50-50 chance that the shooter is not white from what we've seen. And if the shooter is indeed white, typically Facebook goes and scrubs his page as well as other social medias or or the platforms rather go and scrub their pages so that they don't look too liberal too progressive Mm. too extreme for the left is there such a thing that seems like an oxymoron (laughs) but why don't why aren't more people well here's the thing this is exactly what it is chris because if if we as humans it's it's hard it's hard to it's hard to ask questions, right? Because if you ask questions and you're wrong about your way of life, about how you think life works, that hurts your your own ego, right? It hurts your own ego. How how could I be be wrong? The life that I was living, I swore was right. How could I be wrong? 
I, I can go to Google and other people agree with me. Uh, we, we can't all be wrong. I have such a hard time with all of this stuff just because to me, it's maddening that we've gotten to a place. I, I can just tell I'm boiling up something in you right now. I know. I just <laughs> lean back. See, you know, if you're not watching the video, but oh, I, I, man. I lean back and I put my hands behind my bat, my head. Just, I just, I'm, I'm in a, like a, something's a pose that I need to just calm down. I feel my blood pressure going up. And honestly, Chad, I just don't understand how we as a country got to this point. And the only explanation I can have for that is that collectively we don't have anything that unifies us. We, you can't even, you can't even respect the flag that is supposed to represent all of us. We do have a unifying thing that we all agree that the other person's wrong. <laughs> right. We, we all agree in that. Yeah, you're you're so unique, just like everyone else. <laughs> um but I, I i really do like chad what what are we doing as a country like what is it that together the entire citizenry of the united states is supposed to be working for what are wearing your we, mask yeah saving lives even what? though there's been a ton of science to say that that doesn't really matter yeah and it doesn't and everybody knows it now um but for real that's when you don't have a, a common goal we don't have something where like what's our championship yeah if the democrats didn't have double standards they'd have no standards i mean that's a good talking point but uh you know the same can be said for republicans for i'm sure disgu i'm disgusted with all of them i'm disgusted with the leadership government in general of this country that what what world do the dumb people get to lead the smart people? And that's just when the smart people become apathetic. Well, I, I will tell you, and being in the camp of the smart people, that we're done. I am not going to be lectured smart to. People. Yeah, well, we can take a test. And I can actually name capitals <laughs> in foreign countries. So... Um, or know that the ATF for alcohol, tobacco, and firearms is not the AFT and continue to say it over and over again as the president of the United States. Or Neither know that, there. you know, all guns are assault guns. You know, there's no specifying. It's, Take this gun and just assault someone with it, hit him with the butt of the rifle. Assault you. You know, grammar, uh, language, words. AR must mean assault rifle. Have a vocabulary. You know, expand your lexicon. It'll be okay. Uh, but I'm telling you what, Chad, uh, I will serve notice on this show. I am done being lectured to by the people who are uh, inferior intellectually to me. And um, it, for terms of true leadership and direction and what we're trying to accomplish. Now, uh, I will more, I love engaging. I love telling jokes. I love telling stories. I love hearing the stories from other people. I love hearing about their, you know, their life experiences and things like that. But so I'm not saying I'm not going to ever talk to somebody if they're not as smart as me. I'm saying I'm not going to take advice from people who are not as smart as me. Right. Who do you take advice from when you're talking about finances, for example? 
Do you take advice from someone who's got 50 grand in credit card debt and is broke and can't figure their way out of the hole? Or do you take advice from someone who got out of credit card debt, who's financially well off? Yeah. I, I mean, this is it's pretty simple. And, and we used to have a world where you had specializations like that, you know, that didn't blur the political lines. I mean, the biggest mess you take COVID this, the reason it is so just all over the place is because you have people who are not smart giving advice that is not smart. And then it's confusing. And we want to challenge every last thing. You know, I watched, uh, dude, I don't know if, I think I told you about it, but I did watch a, a great uh, interview that actually Tucker Carlson did. And it was with the guy who got his undergrad from Penn. He got his uh, doctor or his uh, medical school. He went to medical school at Penn. Then he went on to Harvard and got another doctorate, you know, medical doctorate at Harvard and was faculty, medical faculty at Harvard Medical. The dude, that dude is smart. That guy has credentials. That guy knows how to explain things. And he slowed down and and actually uh, gave real examples of how the situation that we're in is affecting everybody. Whether you've gotten COVID and have natural immunity now, if you were fortunate enough to recover from COVID. Praise Jesus. Right, praise be. Uh, you also have you know, people who got the vaccine. And the vaccine is a good thing, by and large. Are there complications to your story from earlier? Are there complications from that? Yes. There always is. There There's always, always is. Gonna be. Always. But you've got mis- you got people who have had COVID who are taking a vaccine uh, and, and essentially taking it away from people that could be uh you know immunized. And we could speed up the process because you need to get a combination of the two. You need people who have never had COVID to get the vaccine and you need to uh, add the number of people who have had COVID and, and recovered. Those are the two numbers that will get us to where you kill out, you can't pass, the virus can't uh, transmit anymore and it dies off. You mean, we're no forensic pathologist, but we've been talking about this for months. Yeah, and I'm not either. But you know who is? The doctor from fucking Harvard. Sorry, I did it. I swore. I did it. I did it. I swore. But I mean, it's Harvard. It's Penn. You know, these are credible institutions. These are smart people. I'm not going to be like, you know what? But Bill on Facebook said that I'm, I need to wear a mask. I don't care what Bill said. I don't care what Susan said. And I sure shit didn't care what Karen said. Wow, too. Sorry. Let's go. Sorry. I like it. I'm going to go get uh, Tito's and uh, ginger ale, the, the official drink of the Building Walls Champions. podcast. Yeah, it really is at this point. <laughs> it really is. Here's what else I don't get, Chris. I haven't read much into it, 
but I've seen this from multiple sources and a quote from the House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy, and to paraphrase this, why are we going to use taxpayer funds? Why, not that we're going to, why was this even brought up is my question. Why was it even brought up to use taxpayer funds to pay Central American countries to help us stop illegal immigration? Why is that even a question? Why is that even a question? I'll tell you why. Because people elected AOC, who's an Why idiot. are we building the wall? AOC, by some crazy study, was proven to be the least effective person of Congress, period. I mean, yeah. I don't think that came as a surprise to anyone. Maybe of all time. Probably of all time. Probably least of, or less effective than Jimmy Carter, I mean, who everyone a, says is the worst president of all time. I, you know, I put Mitt Romney in there too. He's worthless. He is worthless as well. But here's, here's the thing. If they didn't continue to do this stupid stuff, right? To create this globalization thing. If they didn't continue to fuel the fire between blacks and whites, where there is nothing there, that's why they got to continue to pour gas on it. There wouldn't be an issue. Change my mind. There would not be an issue. If you didn't hear about this stuff in the media, there wouldn't be an issue. Want to know why? Because there's a giant border crisis. It's mm. worse than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Young men and women, young boys and girls are getting raped, mm. beaten, sold into sex trafficking, and not one person in the media, in the left-wing media, I don't think anybody in the right-wing media is really saying anything about it. Why? When Trump was president, they were saying everything about it. What's Trump doing to stop these kids in cages? This mutilation, tearing away parents from their kids. The same thing's going on now, but 10 times worse. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Here's what I hope happens in the next few years. I hope that the Democrats get it passed to hack the courts. I hope they get it passed to end the filibuster. Mm. And then I hope that in 2022 is a massive red wave. It comes back to bite them in the butt. Just like what happened when Harry Reid wanted to expand the court the first time. Now, all of a sudden, Trump becomes president and gets the opportunity to put three people on the Supreme Court. And turn the tables. Must it be the fruit? Is this like a handmaid's tale <laughs> thing going on here? Under his eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, so I mean, you said that, I said the line from it, but I mean, is that not where we're heading right now? That's what it feels like. I'm about to go buy Sydney a, a red cape with a hood. Just, just thought, get us prepped. I thought she was gonna be at the gr- the green outfit. Isn't she the wife? Oh, that's true. That's true because we're part of the ruling class, right? Because we're white, so it's assumed that we're ruling class. Right. Yep. 
white privilege. <laughs> Praise be. Hey, have I, you gotten your white your white privilege card yet? I have not. But you know what? I've been a card carrying me member through all. since 1976. <laughs> I think that would get us through so many closed doors. I know. I don't know why I need it. Special. I figured it was just assumed that I that I had the one and I should just special, be let in anywhere. Special night owl. Got to have the white privilege card to get in. Oh, God. That's terrible. Dude. Oh, man. Right. We got to wrap this one up because. Wrap us up, Dayton. Wrap us up. Give it to us. Give just, us uh, the ending weekly rant. Let's hear it. No, 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 no. I think we've covered a lot of ground. I do think we need to pray for our country. But one of the things that I think that we could all do, anyone listening to this, let's put down our grievances against one another and let's unite and find a common cause and a common uh, aspiration, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, colonizing Mars or, um, you know, something, some tech thing that we can all get behind and start really working towards. Because right now I think we're floundering and I don't think that life has uh, a lot of meaning for a lot of people right now, which is a dangerous place to be. Uh, that's when bad things tend to start happening. People make decisions and we hurt one another. So we need to love each other more. We need to be more tolerant of one another. Um, and we got to stop and listening to the talking heads, uh, the people who are trying to stir the pot all the time. And I want to, I don't know who these people are exactly. I've spoken to two black women recently and I just, I appreciate the heck out of them because during all this time, one of them um, was saving up money to get some car repairs done. And her comment just through conversation was, you don't like pretty much like, do you know how many more hours of work that I've put in recently so that I could have a working vehicle to pay off a four grand car repair bill? Right. She wasn't sitting back waiting for excuses or waiting for somebody to help her out. And then another one, this lady, we were talking about where she lived and she's like, here's my address. I have no idea where her address is, where she lives. No clue whatsoever. And she's like, just made a joke. Like, don't judge, judge me where I live saying that she lived in like a hood part, part of town. Cause she's like, I'm working to get out of there. And I'm just like, thank you. Thank you for not being a stat, right? Thank you for right. removing yourself from the situation. Like there's a lot of people out there like that. And I thank you. That's how more of us need to be. You're spot on, Chris. If we were all like that, if we all just said, you know what? I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to make my life better. Would we even be in the same position? I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. And I'd like to put my money there. That's what I want to bet on. That's the America that I want to be a part of. Mm. So with that, my friends, peace be with you. Also with you. We lift up our hearts. Under his eye. <laughs> Praise be. <laughs>